0: Welcome in, welcome in once again to Scout Team Sports. I am your host, Devalian, and we are gearing up for Week One Six. Yes, that is Week Sixteen of the twenty twenty one NFL season. I want to say a, a very hearty Happy Holidays uh, to you and yours wherever you may be uh, for this holiday season. Uh, we've got games on christmas day and uh it's just going to be i think another wild ride seeing as how what happened this past week with games getting moved around uh due to the covid outbreak on certain teams uh and yeah we don't know what's going to happen so um gear up buckle up for adjustments and and things of that nature just because um uh, what happened last week, um, don't think that the COVID protocols are going to be, you know, everybody's clear, everybody's fine. No, somebody still has it, and somebody's still going to catch it, and uh, you, you don't know who's going to be in and who's going to be out nowadays. Uh, And even though they're vaccinated, they still got to follow the protocols. There's been talk of there's going to be less testing, Uh, but if the protocol is still in place, then you have to um have, time off so to speak and not play and not practice until you test negative and then you are clear so uh if there's too many people or too many players rather uh to where that happens then you got to move games back uh they were trying so hard not to do that but they had to do it anyway uh and for exa- for example the browns um really suffered for that in losing to the raiders last uh last monday so uh, we never know what's going to happen. It's a wild ride, but hey, it's football, it's the NFL, and that just makes uh, the playoffs all that more uh, the interesting. Uh, but we're starting off with the Thursday night football game, which is the San Francisco 49ers at the Tennessee Titans. Uh, and one of the most, I would say, surprising teams in terms of how they're doing now based on how they were doing uh in the first half of the season the san francisco 49ers at eight and six right now um even if uh, i think they still may miss out on a playoff spot i'm very impressed uh with how they've rallied and come back very impressed with jimmy garoppolo uh despite all the talk as far as they're already saying he's not going to be there next year and it's going to be trey lance and For him to still be playing as well as he's playing and for the Niners to still be playing as well as they're playing, I'm very impressed um, because I thought that that would uh, be really tough for a team uh, to continue to move forward and continue to win games, especially uh, in a division um, that they're in where uh, they're looking up still at the Rams and at uh, the Cardinals. Um, But hey, we never know what can happen. Uh, They're not completely out of it yet could still possi- possibly grab a playoff spot, but they would need a lot of help. But you never know in the NFL. So here we go with the Niners at the Titans. Got to go with the Niners. Um, they are, to me, a hotter team right now. And uh, the Titans are just on a steady, in my opinion, decline because they don't have Derrick Henry, number one. And two, Uh, who would you rather take? Um, as far as how they're playing right now and what you see, would you rather take Tannehill or would you rather take Garoppolo? I would take Garoppolo hands down right now. Uh, just the way that he's playing. Uh, I've never thought that, like I said, Tannehill was that great of a quarterback. I mean, he, he did basically, he pulled a Colin Kaepernick. He came in halfway through the season. Uh, and then nobody was really prepared for him in terms of how he played, and he just came out on fire halfway through the season, and he already had a stacked team that he was playing with, uh, with the Titans, and they just rode the momentum and got almost to the Super Bowl, got to the AFC Championship game. But ever since then, what has he really done? Ever since then, uh, where have they gotten to? So that, to me, speaks volumes. It's like, you know, when nobody's prepared for you, yeah, you can you can wow people. You can catch people off guard. But now that they're prepared for you, that really shows who you are and, and what you can really do uh, when teams have time to game plan for you and are familiar and can watch more tape. And now that teams are able to do that year after year after year that Tannehill's still been there as a starting quarterback, I don't think it's produced – what they need from their starting quarterback in order to be championship caliber. So uh, for that reason, I have to go with Jimmy Garoppolo. He has gone to a Super Bowl. He has gotten to a Super Bowl. So you do have to give him credit for that. He's played well enough to uh, help his team get to a Super Bowl, even if the main reason they got to the Super Bowl was their running game and their defense that year that they went and uh, lost to the Chiefs. So Again, going with the Niners over the Titans on the road on Thursday night football. And next we get to your two Saturday games. Uh, first we have the Cleveland Browns at Green Bay Packers. Not much to say about this one just because of uh, the COVID protocols, even if Baker uh is available this go-around and is tested uh test negative and is able to play. Um I think it's unfortunate for the Browns. I think their biggest shot uh in terms of making the playoffs was to beat the Raiders uh this past Monday and since that didn't happen, uh I think it's going to be really tough. In fact, I don't think that they would probably make the playoffs just because now I think they're going to be 7 and 8 uh because the Green Bay Packers are number 1 playing at home. They are currently the number 1 seed at 11 and 3. Uh, and they want to keep that number one seed so they can get the first round by again. So I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to drop a game uh, to the Cleveland Browns, even though their defense is formidable. The offense is hit and miss. I mean, if you can only score 14 points against the Raiders, D, even a depleted um, Baker Mayfield-less uh, Cleveland Browns offense, if you can't score more than fourteen points against the Raiders' defense, as bad as they've been playing as a whole this year, then yeah, you don't even you just adding Baker Mayfield back to the mix and just adding Jarvis Landry back to the mix is not going to get you a win over the Packers. Just not happening. So, not much to say about this one. In my opinion, picking the Packers to win, and of course, they've already locked up their division, and now trying to lock up the number one seed in the NFC, once again, uh, the Packers, I believe, will win at home on Christmas Day over the Cleveland Browns. Next, we get into an interesting one, though, for the uh, second Saturday game, second Christmas Day game, is the Indianapolis Colts at uh, the Arizona Cardinals, Arizona on the back uh, of uh, On the heels of, of an embarrassing, most embarrassing loss. Um, just I, 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 I'm stupefied. I, I am shocked. I'm speechless in terms of them getting, not just losing to the Detroit Lions, but just getting soundly, soundly beaten. And almost, I would say for them, a blowout. Uh, th- that I, I, that's just just boggles the mind to me. And what did I say? I'm going back. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be consistent with what I say. When it comes to teams that are that bad as the Detroit Lions, you, if you're a championship caliber team, you are to stomp a mud hole in them. You do not give them a chance to rise up. And even if the game is close, you still win the game. I understand that sometimes those games, again, I don't believe in a trap game, but sometimes those teams, you know, they're going to, as bad as they play, then they play you, and they think you're the best in the division or the best in the conference, and then they want to give you their very best shot, which I don't understand why they can't give their best shot against every team, but against you, they want to give their very best shot, and they put it all out on the line because they know they ain't going to make the playoffs anyway, so they just put it all out on the line to try to beat you, But you, as a championship caliber team, you still need to at least hold on to the win, if not stomp a mud hole in them. And the Cardinals got blown out by the Lions. And I mean, offense couldn't score, defense couldn't stop the other, and couldn't stop the Lions' offense. I'm like, what? That to me, okay. The Cardinals will still, very much, in my opinion, make the playoffs. But it's hard for me to. Think about them as a championship-caliber team. And look, it's a its a step up from last year. Last year, they were fighting to get into the playoffs, just missed the mark. This year, they're going to get into the playoffs. Okay, that's great. That's progress. But seeing as you were at one point Uh, the only undefeated team left in the league, and then you lose a few games, but still looking strong with only two losses, and then you start going down to three, and then now you have your fourth loss against one of the worst teams in the league. I just, that to me, that speaks of too many kinks in the armor to where that's not going to hold up in the playoffs because playoffs is going to be game after game after game, back to back to back, and two to or three rounds of football, depending on where your seating is, where you're facing the best ten, you know, one of the five or six or seven best teams in the conference, there's no room for error because you either win or go home. And I don't see the Cardinals being able to do that um, because they don't have the killer instinct. They don't have winning the games that you should win. Uh, I mean, if you're going to lose it to a team like the Lions, There's kinks in the armor to where you are... Somebody else is going to expose you again. And even if it's not a blowout, I don't see you winning that game. Um, But with this one, with this one, uh, the Colts at 8-6, and I just believe that... um, I think that they're going to win. I think the Colts are going to win this one. Um, It's really about uh, Jonathan Taylor and that running game and their defense, and, and it just seems like they... I think they have the momentum that they need to go in on the road and beat the Cardinals, uh, who are reeling right now. And and I don't see the Cardinals recovering from that bad loss last week just yet. Um, I believe they'll still win uh, at least another game, if not uh, two more, um, just because we got uh, two more games to go after after this instead of one. Uh, But this one in particular, I think the Colts are going to come in and embarrass uh, the Cardinals, even if it's just by a field goal. Because, I mean, on paper, I think the Cardinals are a better team overall. But that's why they play the game, as they say. Uh, but, yeah, I think the Colts will edge out the Cardinals with the running game and defense and um, – Maybe Carson Wentz gets a decent play here or there. I'm not putting too much stock into him, but I am putting all the stock in the Colts' running game and defense to secure uh, a win, even if it's like a close game, like I said. But that's still embarrassing to me and still disappointing, in my opinion, for the Cardinals. Uh, But yeah, picking the Colts on the road on Christmas Day to beat the Arizona Cardinals. Next, we get into the Sunday games. And we're going to the NFC East uh Giants at Eagles. Very impressed with the Eagles uh with beating Washington football team uh this past um Tuesday. Uh and then um just I, I again I like how Jalen Hurts is working out uh in Philly. I think that uh they really have something to build off of there. I think they're still too far behind uh to make the playoffs at this point. Uh, but I really like what they're doing, and they shouldn't have um, too much of a problem against the Giants. The Giants are still a bad team, still reeling. Um, yeah, I, I think it goes back to the, the reason um, they picked Daniel Jones as their new franchise quarterback, which I still don't understand to this day. <laughs> so, um, definitely understand Saquon Barkley, picking him in... And, and, um, Yeah, But he's, of course, uh, had injury issues. He can't stay healthy. Uh, But then, while you're picking Daniel Jones, I don't get it. And I get there's so many other problems that they have. I get that part. But you still have to have a really good uh, franchise piece to build around in your quarterback when it comes to your offense and the captain of your team. And uh, while it's great to have a really good and even a possible great running back, if that quarterback isn't competent enough, I don't think it really matters because you have to at some point throw the football. It's not just running game and defense. Like I I know I just talked about the Colts, but Carson Wentz does have to throw the football sometimes. And right now, even with, you know, um, the fact that I don't have much faith in Carson Wentz, I would still trust Carson Wentz over Daniel Jones any day. So um, with that being said, I mean, the Eagles are just better on offense and defense and, I don't see any way that the Giants win this game. So, picking the Eagles to win at home over the Giants. Next, we get into the Rams at the Minnesota Vikings. Rams got to be careful here because I know they're riding high um, after that win over uh, the Seahawks, but it is still the Seahawks. You know they're not nearly as good as they they have been in years past, Um, and I just think that... Uh, They need to watch out because I just see, you know, it, it, it seems like the Rams are just they're hot, cold, hot, cold, way too much, even though they're 10 and four. I get that. So according to how many wins they have, they're more hot than they are cold. But if you look at how they play and important games that they need to win, it's like, OK, you thinking they're going to go in and yeah, they're for sure going to win this game. And then they lay an egg, especially with that offense that offense has to be on its stride, being more consistent, especially going down the stretch at the towards the end of this regular season. I think they'll get it done this time. Uh, I understand Dalvin Cook. I understand uh, Kirk Cousins, and this is not a primetime game, so he should do better. <laughs> Go figure with that. But um, I don't think it's going to be enough. I think right now the Rams um, are finding their stride, and I think they're uh, finally going to put together uh, a hot streak that will lead them into the playoffs, and regardless of where they're seeding in where they are seated uh what seed that they get, I think that they will uh do some damage in the playoffs this year uh and I think this is uh a, a stepping stone to that. I don't see the Rams losing this game, uh, just because of what's on the line. They cannot afford to lose to a seven and seven team, let alone an NFC, uh, conference opponent, uh, let alone um, fall further behind, um, when it comes to, uh, their own division because now they're tied with, uh, Arizona in terms of record. Now, um. As far as the tiebreaker, as far as the tiebreaker, I mean, that still remains to be seen because a lot of things can happen in the next three weeks, and we're still counting this week as one of those weeks, so we can't just uh, jump right on the tiebreaker right now, and I get it if the season ended today, but season's not ending today, so I don't even want to get into that, okay? But the Rams have to win this game. I don't see why they shouldn't win out for the rest of their regular season. And this is a stepping stone to that, again, picking the Rams to beat Minnesota on the road um, and secure uh, their 11th win of the season. Next, we have uh, another one where I thought it was going to go possibly a different way, but I was like, nah, nah, they can't do it. And I was right. And now here is the second meeting, Uh, Buffalo at New England. Buffalo, I I had so much confidence in you, especially coming off of last season. I was like, okay, they're going to do it again. They should, they should should be consistent. They got everybody back. I understand uh they're missing their top cornerback uh for games here and games there, uh Tredavious White, but I still figured the defense overall was solid. Um and and then just a eight, eight and six. I did not. I did not expect them to be uh to drop to this. I really didn't. And now they have to face the Patriots again. And I felt I knew the Patriots were hot when they first met them. And I just didn't see the uh, the Bills winning that game. And unfortunately, I don't see them winning this game. They they I don't. I can't have faith in them right now. Uh, New England. Although New England drops to nine and five, I do have to go with New England in this game because I think they understand it just as much as uh the Bills do that this is um this is a a ride or die in terms of a division title type game. They have to uh win this game, and I think that when it comes to that necessity, when it comes to uh, it has to be done. I cannot trust the bills right now. I would have trusted them last year. Um, but I cannot trust the bills right now. So I'm I'm like why you know why does it why did it come down to this? Um I, I think you know you could say coaching. Uh I definitely think you know it's hard to go against Bill Belichick when other uh teams <clears throat> when other teams uh are looking better and playing better, and then they seem like they drop and they fall, and as they're dropping, and as they're falling, and then the Patriots are rising, it's just, that's how Belichick does, and once Belichick gets on that run of rising up after being down, it's hard for me to bet against the Patriots. I mean, they've only had one bad season uh, since losing, um, since losing uh Tom Brady, and that was last year. Now they get a good team around a rookie quarterback and the rookie quarterback is not spectacular, but they're managing to, uh, to mask uh, his mistakes and minimize his mistakes. And he may be just managing a game. And sometimes he is actually passing the ball and doing well in the passing game. And along with what Belichick has built around them, even losing Stefan Gilmore, you got to give it to him. He still has a solid team and they're still riding high And I think that they win this game and they eventually lock up the division. So i got to go with um, the Patriots over the Bills. The main reason, though, is still because the Bills are just, to me, such a letdown this season uh, in terms of how they've dropped from grace from last year. Next, we have the Buccaneers at the Carolina Panthers. Was really excited for uh, Cam when he came back. And it started playing, and then they beat the Cardinals. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe he can do that halfway through the season, catch everybody off guard thing. But they've been losing games, and they're going up against the Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers need this still on the outside looking in of that one seed and hoping that something crazy happens to the Packers, and they can somehow slip into the one seed. Um, and they are not going to lose this game. They're going to beat... The Panthers and I believe the Bucks will improve, improve to eleven and four, uh, and continue to chase that number one seed uh, because I just think they're a better team top to bottom. Cardinals still got a lot of work to do, uh, especially in the off to put together a put together a better team. Um, I think they need a better coach, but that's not going to happen because uh, they just got Matt Rule, and um, of course, like I've always said. Uh, Christian McCaffrey needs to be healthy for an entire season for them to even have a shot at uh, a winning record or the playoffs or even anything further than that. And until that happens, I think you're going to get more of the same with the Panthers. So picking the Bucks over the Panthers on that game and going to take a break right now. We'll be back right after this sponsored message. This is Scout Team Sports. I am Devalian. Be back in a minute. Scout Team Sports, and we're back in and on the second half of this episode here. And, of course, this is brought to you by Devalian. That is me. Scout Team Sports, my podcast. I appreciate everybody for rocking with me, all my subscribers. Please continue to listen, uh, share, and subscribe as we continue to grow uh, this podcast. I appreciate Uh, all the support. You don't have to do it, uh, but you do. And again, I do appreciate every single one of you. We're moving on to the second half, going through the rest of these games. We start off with Jacksonville at the Jets. We've all heard and seen what has happened with uh, Jacksonville and Urban Meyer. And even as as much as the uh, quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, seeming like I think a weight has been lifted off his shoulders uh, with Urban Meyer gone and with um, the players that uh, didn't like Urban Meyer and what had happened with the former kicker, Josh Lambeau. Um, you know, I think it was just something. And, you know, all the things that he had been doing, you know, college coach in the pros just doesn't fit the way he acts. Um, I could see why certain players under him acted the way they did. And as far as in college, um, I mean, they get it from the coach. And uh, yeah, I just don't think he was a good fit. So now they're moving on. They have an interim coach, and uh, they're going up against another bad team in the New York Jets. Um, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give Trevor Lawrence a shot here. I'm thinking that he's gonna win, and I'm thinking Josh Allen will do enough on the defensive end uh, when Jacksonville on the Jacksonville Jaguars to, um, give a lot of headaches to the Jets offense. So. Uh, with two really bad teams, I'm going to go with a slightly better defense, I believe, in the Jacksonville Jaguars to uh, shut down uh, the Jets somewhat, somewhat, and I do mean somewhat, um, not completely, but somewhat. And uh, I think Jacksonville will come out with a win and, and will lift their spirits, especially with uh, having Urban Meyer gone, which was not a good fit for them. So picking the Jaguars over the Jets. Next is Detroit Lions. I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And uh, going up against, uh, beating the Arizona Cardinals last week. I just, I don't get it. Um, I mean, I mean, at this point, do you look at it as, oh, there's hope. <laughs> yeah, but that hope ain't going to come to fruition until next season at the earliest. Oh, my goodness. All these losses, a tie against Pittsburgh. And you beat the Cardinals. Wow. Okay, so where do we go from here? We go to facing the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. Uh, Again, Atlanta is surprisingly uh, better than what I thought they would be at 6-8 because I thought they'd be worse. But, hey, uh, these are two indoor teams getting to play an indoor game, of course, because uh, they're both indoors. And uh, now they're playing at Atlanta. Um, I'm gonna just go with the Lions here. To me, it's a coin flip in terms of how bad these teams are. I don't think the records, uh, the records reflect uh, exactly how good and how bad these teams are. I think uh, the the Lions are a little bit better than two eleven and one, and I think the Falcons are actually worse than six and eight. I think they're a lot more even than their records show in terms of how they play. Um, and so, I mean. Who the were the Falcons shocked and beat this this season? Nobody. So, I mean, I have to go with the Lions here. I'm gonna go with the Lions to beat the Atlanta Falcons, coin flip, toss up, just how they're playing right now. Uh, Detroit coming off of, yes, it's an emotional, and, and I know people think, oh, then they're going to have a letdown because they're just on such an emotional high last week. I don't think that's happening because the Falcons are so bad, in my opinion. Like I said, to me, they're worse than 6-8, and eight, and I think the Lions are better than 2-11-1. So I'm picking the Lions to go into Atlanta and beat the Falcons. Next, we have uh, the Chargers at Houston Texans. Chargers shouldn't have an issue here. Um, yes, Tyrod Taylor is a safe quarterback, but they are 3-11 and for a reason. And um, with uh, the Chargers losing to the Chiefs uh, and a heartbreaking loss uh, for a battle in the division uh, of AFC West title, um, the Chargers have to get back on track uh, in route to um, Uh, Securing a playoff spot and fighting for a playoff spot. So, uh, picking the Chargers to beat the Texans shouldn't be an issue at all um, when it comes to this game. Uh, Chargers over the Texans in Houston. Next, we get to a doozy. And this one should be probably the uh, biggest televised game on Sunday morning. The Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, You know where I'm going with this. Um... haven't seen any other reports just yet uh in terms of uh Lamar Jackson's status I know um what they say you know one day and it could change the next day um so I'm not really buying anything until uh the game actually happens but at this point it seems like we're gonna go without Lamar Jackson and Huntley has been playing well so um I'm look I'll hats off to him for what he's doing, really hats off to him for what he's doing and how he's filling in. Um, But without Lamar, I I just don't see it. I mean, even with Lamar the last time they got blown out, and yeah, I always say as far as this division, it's hard to pick one team to sweep the other, but when one team doesn't have their franchise quarterback, I don't think it's a fair shot. I just don't think it's fair. And so I'm thinking the Bengals are going to win this in the Bengals. The the Cincinnati Bengals, I believe, will eventually win the AFC North this year. Wow. And I always said it because I always said that, you know, I like how the Bengals are a scrappy fighting team. I like how they play. I like Joe Burrow. Uh, And I always believed that they would eventually rise up and be a challenge in the division, but I didn't think it would be this year. I didn't think it would be this quick. But, man, I mean, it looks like they are playoff bound. And, I mean, you know, I, I, I know this is without Lamar Jackson. And if Lamar Jackson was there, uh, guaranteed they're going to be there. And this would be, we'd be talking a different story. And I would definitely be talking about the Ravens winning because I just think that these two, uh, this division loves to give each other licks in terms of just, oh, you got us. We're going to get you. Uh, no, you're not sweeping us. uh We're going to beat you at least once this year. But um, without Lamar, I just don't think it's fair. And like I said, hats off to the backup quarterback. Hats off to Huntley uh, for how he's played uh, since Lamar has been gone. But I just think it's just not enough. And the Bengals, I think, are going to take advantage of this. They need to because this is their only shot to do so. Uh, And um, they're going to get the win. And eventually they will with the Browns losing again and then um, I don't think the Steelers have a shot. I think the Bengals eventually lock up the AFC North, um, and this is the first uh, stepping stone to them moving forward. Um, but yeah, yeah, without Lamar, I don't, I don't see it. But I'm picking, you saw, so I'm picking the Bengals over the Ravens. Yeah, again, it's just you know, it's, it's. I, I don't like, and I especially don't like how Lamar went down. When I saw that injury, I really don't like that, the fact that it happened like that. But, I mean, it's like, what can you do now? Uh, and so it, that's just how it happens sometimes. I remember it happened to my team. Uh, the Raiders were number one seed, and all of a sudden Derek Carr gets hurt, and that was Derek Carr's fault, in my opinion, when that when that play went down. Um, but then all of a sudden they dropped from a number one seed to a number five, and they go into the playoffs with a backup quarterback and lose. It was It was over that quick. Um, but yeah, next we're moving on to the Chicago Bears at Seattle Seahawks. Not surprised that the Seahawks lost last uh, game against the Rams. Uh, They're just reeling and everybody's already talking about Russell Wilson's out the door. Not going to be there with all the turmoil that he caused uh, during this last offseason. Um, I'm not surprised and it just seems like, you know, for the last few years. It just seems like Russell Wilson's a different guy. Some are going to say it's because you know when they get those fat contracts and also they don't play well anymore. Um, Some are going to say it's because he's who he's associated himself with now and you know who I'm talking about uh, because of the people that he associates himself with uh, very closely that uh, tend to grab a lot of media headlines. Don't think that family life doesn't affect a man. Okay. Even though these guys are professional athletes, don't think that that family life does not affect a man. It does, Uh, and it affects us in different ways. And you could say, oh, he's a professional. He still puts it behind him. He still goes out there and plays. But I, and like the the demeanor to me of Russell Wilson has totally changed. Like early off in his career, um, even if even though he was in front of the camera, he was in front of the microphone. He wouldn't have caused a ruckus like this in the off season about, you know, he didn't want to leave. I mean, they've had bad seasons before or seasons before where they've had bad offensive lines and they still would get to the playoffs and they would still lose like in a wild card round. But you wouldn't hear nothing out of Russell Wilson. And you could say, oh, well, it's building up. But to me, it was just his professionalism and how he carried himself. And now I just think he has different influences in his life that are causing him uh, to act a different way. And I just think it's unfortunate. So um, that's me. Uh, what did, what do you, what say you? <laughs> but anyway, I'm picking the bears in this one. I'm picking the bears uh, just because I like... Um, I like what they're trying to do um, with their uh, franchise quarterback. I like Justin Fields. I like Justin Fields as a quarterback. And, uh, yes, it's 10 losses. Um, You would think maybe with the defense that they have, uh, that they have a few more wins, but it's really tough when the offense can't do much. But then when he does play well, it's still not enough. But I think that they're moving in the right direction for uh, this team. And again, yes, they've made the they've been to the playoffs and whatnot. But I mean, the f- last few years when they went to the playoffs, you knew they weren't going to win. You knew they weren't going to really do much damage in the playoffs. So you can't really be surprised that now they've gone down and uh, gotten a franchise quarterback, but it's taking some time for him to grow, and they have 10 losses. But I like how scrappy they are, especially on the offense, trying to fight, trying to get it done some way, somehow. Uh, it's unfortunate that he only has Allen Robinson as his only weapon, no running game, uh, so that's not enough for a rookie quarterback. But they're building, and I think because the Seahawks are reeling, I'm going to go with the Bears in this one, picking the Bears over the Seahawks. Next, we have the Steelers at Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, it, it seems like, like one week, I'm like, you know, the Steelers are, are a scrappy team, and they're going to fight, and they're going to, you know, make it a low-scoring game, and they're going to be able to pull out and win. And then other weeks, it's like, okay, I figured they would win that one, they should have won that one, and they lose it. And then, you know, you get the tie against, uh, you know, at the time, a winless team in the Lions, and um, now you're going up against KC, who has emerged as uh, back on top of, um, of course, uh, several weeks ago, but back on top. At one point, they were at the bottom of the AFC West, now at the top of the AFC West again. Uh, and uh, they're riding high, and every win counts, and this is not a team, I believe in the Steelers, uh, that has enough to beat this Chiefs team the way that they're playing right now, and they understand what's on the line as far as a division title, as far as playoff seating. So, picking the Chiefs over um, the Steelers, even though the Steelers, can, you could say, quote-unquote, are fighting for a playoff spot, the Chiefs need this game even more than they do and I think they want it even more so I can't pick the Steelers here picking <clears throat> the Chiefs over the Steelers next you have a battle of two seven seven uh teams in the AFC West in the Denver Broncos and the Las Vegas Raiders Raiders playing at home uh you know uh, my spiel with Derek Carr and the way things have been going this season and everything that they do, they've been going through um but you know, still pulled out a win. You know they're still fighting, and I still appreciate that about them. Still going out there and trying to win football games, even though I think you know with all that's happened this season, I don't blame them for not making the playoffs. And quite honestly, I really wouldn't want them making the playoffs the way that they are and what they've gone through. Because I mean, to get to scratch into the playoffs because uh you didn't earn, you didn't really to me earn it yourself. You just you know got fortunate that other teams lost, and you won a few games here and there, um, and you barely get in there, and then you get annihilated at the seven seed, and you get annihilated by the two seed. I don't want to see that. I'd rather you just start rebuilding right now, um, but um, this game in particular, I think they can win this game. I don't see them winning the next two games, their last two games, but this one, I can see them winning. And they swept the Broncos uh last year and I think it's gonna be uh another sweep this year. I think that the Raiders will get the job done um in a close game, a hard fought game. Uh like I said, I like Teddy Bridgewater as a quarterback, but it just doesn't seem like things are working out. Um don't ever ever underestimate a concussion, no matter how far back it's been. Uh I think that still affects him. I don't think he's uh playing at his the very best that he could be. Um, but he's still going out there and putting up uh, putting up a fight as well as that Denver defense. Uh, but with these teams knowing each other so well, I could see how Denver could possibly get this one. But I just think the Raiders will get it. I think the Raiders will get it this time again. Uh, and I think Garrett Carr will outsmart the defense. And I think that as bad as the Raiders' defense is, I don't see the Broncos' offense – having enough firepower to consistently score uh, against this Raiders defense. I just don't see it. And they should be able to, especially now because the Raiders suffering injuries and things of that nature, especially in the secondary. Um, But I I don't see it with the Broncos yet. I just don't see it. And, you know, even though they've had impressive wins uh, this year, uh, the Raiders have had a few impressive wins too. They both beat the Cowboys, so you know it's not like I can clearly put one of these two teams over the other, so I have to put it at quarterback play and I have to- I would have to take Derek Carr as much as I criticize him. I would have to still take Derek Carr over Teddy Bridgewater. And even though the Broncos have a better defense, I think that the Raiders' defense uh, will do enough to hold off Teddy Bridgewater and uh, their Broncos' offense. So, picking the Raiders over the Broncos. Next, we have your Sunday night football game, and that is Washington football team at the Dallas Cowboys. Definitely see the Cowboys winning this game. They've got to continue to fight for playoff seeding. Um, and as far as winning the division number one, uh, and they will, I believe, lock up the division, um, by winning this game, they will lock up the division by winning this game. And then I, um, there again, will still be, uh, a game behind, uh, in a tie with other teams, uh, for that number one spot playoff seed. Again, we got to see how everything shakes down with this week of games and the last two, uh, to see who gets that number one seed in the NFC. Um, but I don't think that the Cowboys lose this game because they know what's his state division title as well as playoff seeding. Don't see them losing this game, even with Tyler Henneke playing, and there was questions of whether or not he was going to play, um, but he uh, is confirmed that he is going to play, uh, but it's not going to matter. Dallas should still win this game, hands down, picking Dallas over Washington football team, and then we get to your finale. We get to your Monday night football game and it's the Dolphins at the Saints are you kidding me this is the time okay do I have to go through this again do I this is the time we're supposed to have the exciting division rival games on Monday Night Football why would you not put the the Ravens and the Bengals on this in this slot why would you not put them in this slot I could even see the, the Steelers at the Chiefs because the Steelers are still fighting for a playoff spot, and the Chiefs uh, have to lock up the AFC West and fight for their seating in the playoffs. I, I, don't, I don't get it. This, this game to me, to me, has no playoff implications. You could have switched those things around. If you're switching stuff around for COVID, you could switch games around for primetime television too. Don't tell me you can't. You've done it in years past. I'm going to pick the Dolphins. I'm just going pick the Dolphins over the Saints. Just because I don't care. Why would you put this on primetime television? Come on now. I'm going to put it on quarterback play. I'm going to put it on Tua playing a lot better the second half of the season than he did the first half. Um, I'm not going to put any stock in Taysom Hill. Uh, and I get the Saints defense. I get that part. But then it comes down to uh, the Saints offense versus the Dolphins D. I think that's a coin flip. I'm going to go with the Dolphins here. Going to go with the Dolphins. Going to uh, believe that Tua can pull it out. But, again, this game should not be on primetime television uh, and, uh, yeah, that's, that it is what it is, but yeah, I, they could have switched the games and you never know, uh, with COVID now that if they're going to switch games or not in terms of some games, they may have to push back and, and make sure that teams have enough players that are COVID free in order to field the team. Um, but at this point, this is your primetime television Monday night football matchup and it's not. One that I really care for. Uh, And it shouldn't be on primetime television. They could switch it. Maybe they still do. Maybe they still have some sense left and they can do that. They can do that if they want the ratings on Monday Night Football to be better. Um, You can't have a a game like this. So, picking the Dolphins over the Saints. That will conclude your Week 16 matchups in the 2021 season of the NFL I appreciate everyone for rocking with me. Once again, please continue to listen, share, and subscribe. This is DeValion with Scout Team Sports. Again, I appreciate everybody Believe until you stop breathing, and we'll see you in the next episode next week. Happy holidays to everyone out there. Uh, Definitely appreciate everybody, like I said, for rocking with me. Stay safe, uh, be good to each other, and let's all have a happy holiday. Holiday season, remembering those who are less fortunate. Um, stick your neck out to help somebody this holiday season. Um, it definitely is worthwhile uh, if you can help another human being out, uh, especially during the holiday season when times uh, get tough for some people and things are not happy for everybody. So try to make a difference in someone else's life this holiday season, and I'll see you next week in the next episode. Once again, this is Devalian Scout Team Sports, and I am out. I'm <laughs> sorry.